The We Think Collective podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. We Think Collective is also supported by May May Jewelry in Atwater Village. For 15% off your order, enter promo code WTC podcast at maymayjewelry.com. That's M-A-E-M-A-E jewelry.com. Tim's got that perfect radio voice. Maybe we should ask him to rap our intro. But does Tim even rap? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> hey, Tim, you want to give it a try? Sit back and relax your mind. You're tuned in to a good time. Unwind. Maybe spark one up. Because these chicks are random as fuck. Conversations as real as their asses. So listen up, men. Pull out your glasses. No topics taboo. But they ain't rude. Given that real shit without the two. Two ladies tackle the challenge of our time. Exploring the gravity of the feminine mind. Oh, yeah, Tim. <laughs> Get him, Tim. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the We Think Collective podcast with your hosts, Heidi Bach and Rena May. Hello and welcome to We Think Collective. I'm your host, Heidi, and here with your other host. Hi, Heidi. This is Rena. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. So today we're talking to each other in the studio. It's not like we don't do it every day, <laughs> but today especially, we're, we're here. Looking, locking eyes. Yes. It's an important part of our ritual. It is. Um, what are we talking about today, Rena May? Well, I don't know about you, but I want to talk about this new song that I made recently. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You guys get ready. She's got a song for you today. How do all the baby turtles know <laughs> to follow the light in the ocean? Oh my How God. do all the baby turtles know? So, so. <laughs> Can we give context? Okay. A so I'm, I'm going to give you it, context. I hope you enjoyed the song. That was a, an original song by Rena May. Um, Bono, if you need us, you can contact us at <laughs> We Think Collective. <laughs> No context. The song. Where did this come from? Okay, so tell us about your. You guys already know that I watch a lot of documentaries. You do, right? And one of the fascinating things that I do is I watch animal documentaries, and these baby turtles are born in these like big, three, four feet deep holes that their mom makes, and they're like maybe like sixty eggs that this turtle hatches, and every single one of them, when they hatch, they start following the north star to the water. Right. Every single time. No baby turtle goes the other way. Right. So how will all the baby turtles know? (laughs) Right? The the context of it was because on our last podcast, we were talking with Melissa Yamaguchi, who's um, an energy therapist and a feng shui student and teacher, as she would say. Yes. Um, And one of the things that she had mentioned was about like the energy emanating from the earth and just learning to follow that. And we were talking about how amazing that is. And Rena started bringing up the turtles and this song was born. So Bono, call us. Um, Another thing that was inspired out of our conversation with Melissa Yamaguchi, um, little did she know, we actually already had this planned Obviously. But since she was in tune with the energies emanating from the earth, <laughs> she was in sync with our flow. Our haters are going to hate that, by the way, that we talk about energy so much and flow. 
That's okay. Our hater, her name's Becky. She's always hating. She's writing stuff on our comments. I don't know what her deal is, but she just doesn't believe in energy. And so instead, she's just bad energy all the time. Hey, Becky. Oh, sorry. I was touching a water bottle and squeezing it because I was secretly channeling Becky's energy, I think. Um, Hey, Becky. All I got to say is relax. Relax. Relax, Becky. Just like get in with the good vibes, the good energy. Good vibes. No, but for real. Um... <clears throat> with Melissa Yamaguchi. Yeah. She brought up something that we had wanted to talk about today anyway, which is um, kind of about like taking accountability for your own energetic vibration sort of and what you're bringing into a space um, and uh, not just expecting that everyone else should just deal with that, you know, totally. um, yourself included PS, but we'll get into that later, but that you really by owning it and taking accountability for it, you can learn to kind of function better within that and optimize it. Yeah. 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 I think that, so uh, let, I'm going to give an example, right? So a clear example is let's just say it's one of your four days out of the month that you are just kind of a pure bitch. Right. And are you, me, I don't have four days out of the month. Well, you're right. Ah. It's more like seven. <laughs> it's so definitely um, at least 10. <laughs> okay. And then there's like two where I'm super nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it balances, buddy. But okay. So let's say it's that, more on that later. It, it's that day and you know you're coming in and you know that you just have low energy and you're kind of irritated. You get really irritated easily. It, but you came in and you said, hey, look, you guys, I'm really not vibrating. I don't know. what. How do you say that? How do you tell people that? You keep saying you. I assume you're talking about people in general and not myself. Or are you talking about yourself? Because this is a very specific thing that we discussed on the podcast or right after the podcast, which is people talking about you when really it's about I. Yeah, you're right. So maybe here's a way to explain the pod, the example. If I was having a particularly low energy day, okay, I could come into the room and tell you, hey, I'm here. I don't feel great. I'm a little bit lower energy, but I've made commitments to do X, Y, and Z. And also, this is just part of what I'm kind of vibrationally dealing with today. That's one way that I'm taking account for my own energy and what I'm bringing to the table, but I'm also not using it as an excuse to not get done what I need to get done today and not live up to my commitments to you. Okay, so let's just say as the receiver of this energy, right? Let's just play devil's advocate here at like a workspace. And I'm like, okay, Barbara, great. Thanks for telling me, said man. Walk away go back to your office and doesn't really understand. How do you even just like talk about, hey, can we talk about how, like, how is that, how do you even bring up in a work environment this conversation? I mean, first of all, you got to know your audience with certain things. And not everybody needs to know what your deal is. That's your business to know what your deal is. You're the one that needs to be held accountable for it first and foremost. So I feel like in our case with you and I and how we communicate and how we the culture we would create within We Think Collective or the culture that you've created within Baymay Jewelry or other company, you know, um, we can create a culture where there's that level of openness and authenticity. But if you're working in a place where that is not the culture, you can't expect them to just immediately understand 
your flow and your vibe just because that's your thing. Again, that's where I think it goes into really taking accountability for yourself, for myself. Yeah. So one way to do that is saying, okay, I've made a choice to work in a place that doesn't honor or understand or respect this paradigm and this way of looking at things. Okay. That's my choice. I have to be held, hold myself accountability for that. And if I'm going to continue to be here, then how do I, um, own my energy in a way where I'm, I'm being optimized. And that's not really anybody else's responsibility to know about what I'm bringing, but my own. So if I, I'm talking to what was his name, Bob, and we're going to go with Bob, Bob, right Dick, whatever. Uh, all right, we'll go with Bob. Bob. It feels less like crude or something. I don't know why. Sorry, guys named Dick. I feel bad for you, by the way. Cause like, how does it not be crude? <laughs> say your name. You know what I mean? Like if your name is Dick, like I'm always going to kind of feel a little dirty when I say your name. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, but I digress. So Bob, if you know Bob is like Bob, and he's the person that would laugh at you if you say the word energy, he's a hater. But it's okay. It just means that you're like, okay, I'm on one of those days, I'm gonna run into Bob. And I know Bob doesn't get this shit. So I'm not gonna talk to him about my energy thing. But I'm also not gonna raise my hand and volunteer to do a bunch of extra shit today. Because that's just not the level I'm at. And if they're asking me certain things and I'm not in that space, I might just be like, you know, Bob, I think that's a great idea. Why don't you send me a note about it and I'll take a look at it when I have a chance tomorrow. You know, I'm still owning it. It's my job. It's blah, blah, blah. But if today's not the day for me to take this whole thing on with him, and I know that about myself, I can set my own boundaries in place so that I can tackle that situation or that whatever dynamic tomorrow when my energy is more more right or in the afternoon after I know I get to clear this other thing off my plate. Does that make sense? It does. So what you're saying is that with energies, you're responsible for your energy. Oprah said always says that you're responsible yes. for the en- energy you bring into a room yes, and only your energy. So the response of others to yeah. your energy is not your responsibility. No. And also I don't feel like it's their responsibility. Like yeah. that, I mean, it is, but at the end of the day, like they can make whatever choice they want. So me making a choice of whether to communicate with someone about my energetic vibration today or not, like, you know, I need to know my audience on that. I, I wouldn't talk about that with just anybody. Like most people don't get that. And I get that, you know? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I totally So <clears throat> one of the biggest things I think that um, has helped us as we started We Think Collective, but also in working with the very, the women that are members of our club and, and that are collaborative partners, our strategic partners, is that coming from a position of strength is a super helpful thing for both men and women alike, but especially for women, because so often women, and this is a thing we need to take accountability for ourselves, but so often we are not as confident in our strengths Mm. and in our capabilities. And we're coming into the table like, yeah, I think I could probably do that. I mean, I've done it five times before flawlessly. So I probably could, I don't know. A guy who's never done it before would walk in the door and be like, oh yeah, I got this. I'm a hundred percent confident. I am the man for the job. You can stop your search. You found me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not mad at him. Like maybe we need to learn a little bit from that about how to own it. Totally. And take accountability for that, that ladies, we don't ask for raises as often. We're not as confident sometimes walking into the room or reaching. And we talked about this with Christy from I Am That Girl on a previous episode. Yeah. No, we, even knowing 
your worth is important. So we have something called love and accept your genius. And we believe that every person is born inherently with like a genius. Think about when you were like five years old, what you enjoyed doing and how you played with others. And it's probably no different than who you are right now. It's just the people you play with may be different and the environment you're playing with is different, but it's still the same spirit. And it's still like your natural giving, like your natural talent that you were born with. Um, so we, uh, someone asked me, I did an interview probably like a year ago and they said, Re, if you were to ask somebody, uh, if someone were to ask you what you would tell an entrepreneur, if they were like trying to figure out what they're doing and I'd be like, dude, the first thing they need to do is figure out who they are and know what their strengths are. Yeah. And if you can build your business based on what your strengths are, it, you, you're unstoppable. Right. Because it's well, natural flow. Absolutely. We always say that our goal, both of us, that's why we're great business partners. We want to do being, I want to do being me for a living. Yeah. Like a lemon tree <clears throat> never wants to be an orange tree. It just wants to be a lemon yeah, tree. Yeah, it wants to be a And if a it's got the tree. right soil and the right nutrients and the right sun and water, gosh darn it. It sure can be a great lemon tree. Lemon tree, very pretty. And the flowers are so sweet. But the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I just have a song <laughs> for everything. Was that not so good? You guys, <clears throat> Bono, call us. <laughs> <laughs> green campaign. Forget the red campaign, you guys. We want a green campaign. Okay. All right. So... Obviously, it's important to kind of get to know your strengths. Yeah. And um, one of the things that we did when we were starting out with We Think is we we took the, uh, we had both taken Myers-Briggs personality test before. We have. Which, uh, if you're not familiar with that one, it's, um, you can find the test online, 16personalities.com. It's free. It's pretty easy. It's yeah. a, I mean, some people might consider it a little rudimentary. <laughs> yeah. It's like six, uh, 16 personalities. So it's taking all of humanity and breaking us down into 16 buckets, which may or may not be, you know, the most realistic thing in the world, but it's a framework. Um, it funnels you down. It, it's a framework and it, it gives you a way of kind of seeing yourself that at least on the, uh, on a quick surface level is kind of like, oh yeah, okay. Um, we happen to both be the same personality type. ENFP. Campaigners, we're yeah. campaigners. What are you guys? I'd love to know what some of you are, because um, it's great to have balance of people around you in your community. Becky, what are you, Becky? Becky's a hater. <laughs> <laughs> she might be a campaigner too. She's just like a campaigning against us. Yeah, I know, right? Our us and our hippie love. Mm -hmm. She wants to see women stay down for as long as possible. No, thank you. She, she voted for Trump too, by the way. Becky did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know who she voted for. She That's private information. Campaign. It's confidential. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we did that, but that was kind of like what abs. We knew that, um, and then we did the Strengths Finders test. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, we both I think took a pause because it's just impacted our lives in so much good juju. Um, and what it is, it's a Gallup Strengths Finder. I actually took it. It's, the original book was by Marcus Beckingham, I think his name was. Okay. And I actually had taken this test in college. Yeah. Uh, I did my, it like ten years ago, I think. Yeah, my professor made me take it, and I but I didn't understand it. I was mm -hmm. nineteen. What do you yeah. even, you know? Um, so, I also had different results then, PS, than yeah. I, than I got now slightly, which I thought was interesting. Totally. So that's the Gallup Strengths Finder, and. We took a test that was, it was like 20 bucks and you get your five top strengths. Yeah. And the premise is that 
you know, by kind of zooming in on what your your five and you can pay more and get more a uh, more in depth report, but whatever TMI. Uh, we like the five one because <laughs> what it really does is it helps get you some focus, um, so you can really clearly kind of have that affirmation and support of like because a lot of us are good at a lot of things. You know, I'm sure you guys are multifaceted, multi talented people, or you wouldn't be listening to our podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously, like, our listeners have great taste. Yes. Um, no, but for real, like everybody's very. You know, we have a lot of different gifts and things that we're bringing to the table and skills and some things that are natural and some things that are learned and blah, blah, blah. But like when you were talking about that five-year-old, you're, when you were a kid and the things that are just kind of inherent, I think that's the goal of this test is to get in on to your core strengths, the things that you kind of do without thinking that you just are mm-hmm. strong at this. You just are. Um, one of the other tests that we both took is the five love languages. Yes. You guys know the five love languages by Gary Chapman. Um, My mom recommended that book to me, P.S. Dude, that's how old school it is. Like, and she's been married for like 40 years. So people like this is a book you should read. It is very short. Yeah. My mom's sister gave it to me when I got married. Mm-hmm. probably should have read the entire book but that maybe <laughs> but if you're not into reading books you're more into watching documentaries like my friend rena you can go online and take a take a free test how yes, long does it take you like guys, 10 minutes no like five five minutes yeah it's free i like free yeah. tests you guys yeah five love love languages.com um take that in fact we would love to hear your comments about what your love languages are that'd be really exciting yes um so let's take a break right now okay then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about um not just specific tests or whatever that are out there to learn about your personality but some of the ways that you can kind of digest that information to really put it to work for yourself yes yeah love all right so we'll take a break we'll see you in a little bit Tita Meme, what did you want me to do again? Lily, my dream is to have a jingle saying for Meme Jewelry. Can you do it for me, please? Okay. If you're looking for love, then look no more. Meme Jewelry's got a lot in store. Your feelings are welcome, happy or sad. Come as you are, your heart will be glad. Meme, Meme, come to Meme, Meme. The jewelry that loves you back. The jewelry that loves you back. Oh my God, Lily, that was perfect. Visit MayMayJewelry.com to find jewelry that loves you back. Enter code WTCPODCAST for 15% off. That's MayMayJewelry.com or click the link in our show notes. Hi, it's Tim Edwards with the Inbound Podcasting Network and producer of the We Think Collective podcast. You know, in just about every episode, Heidi and Rena are either quoting from or discussing one of the latest books they've read or have been inspired by. Perhaps you'd like to read, or better yet, listen to these books for yourself. Well, we want to give you a free audiobook download just for listening to the We Think Collective podcast. Simply click the link in the show notes to audibletrial.com forward slash inbound Sign up for a free 30-day membership trial and download any audiobook you want. If you decide to cancel your membership for any reason at any time, you keep the audiobook. Support the We Think Collective podcast by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. That's audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. Breaking news. We Think Collective is 
back. <laughs> what is, is that like a video game? No, that's like the breaking news sound, you know, when it's like a pulse. No. <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking Super Mario sorry, Brothers. Sorry, guys. I'll never do that again. That probably hurt your ears. Totally thinking sorry, Super guys. Mario Brothers. But you sorry. can channel that. Really? So we should play that. We've never played video games together. Look, if you bring me a joint, we can do a lot of things at an arcade, okay? I got okay? you, I got you. Boom. So we're back, you guys. Uh, welcome back. And we are back, and we are here to talk more about your strengths, yes. because there's only one place I ever want to create from right now, and that's from a strengths, like, and it's not even strengths, it's my intuition. And let me break that down. Should we break that down for them, what that means? Sure. Um, so one of the things that we call all the members of We Think Collective is what, Hyde? Business artists. And why do we call them that? Because they're creating businesses. That's their outlet of artistic expression. Boom. Right? And I think that everyone is an artist. Mm. And I tell the story every day almost that I just barely considered myself an artist three years ago. And what I mean by an artist, I mean that my gift to this world is to be able to create intrinsically who I am on the inside and bring that gift of arena into the world in right. everything that I do. Right. Well, the first step to do that was to know my strengths. And so I've spent the last, especially couple years in depth learning about them. Mm -hmm. And you guys met Melissa on the last podcast and you can obviously tell she's amazing. And she told me I'm a sheep and I vi vibrate with the world this way this year. And I totally agree with her. <laughs> I used to be a social junkie. Guess what I do now? Watch documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's just a lucky guess. <laughs> I do. Like drinking alcohol is like so tough. Like I can barely be in social situations. Mm. Um, and so because I know that about myself, I give myself permission. That's why we do a recluse, guys. Yeah. We do a podcast because she's, <laughs> she's a recluse. Stuck in a closet. <laughs> um, so yeah. So you're an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. And you finally accepted that. Yes. Okay. As an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, I'm telling you, that's not an easy thing because like a businesswoman and an artist to me were super separate mm -hmm. for many, many years. Like I yeah. didn't think of them as two as the same kind of people. Right. Then I realized through working that oh my gosh, you could be a mold of both. Like you right. can be a business artist. Business can be your medium. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that because, you know, we've we've talked about this a little bit, but one of the big things, you know, I come from the corporate world and I've just, I'm in the midst of this transition right now out of that and into being the CEO of my own life and being a business owner and, um, and, and just transitioning the way I even perceive myself. And one of the, one of the challenges that comes with that is that I have always been graded by a number. Mm -hmm. And I've had people dictate to me what my strengths are and what my worth is for so long that I've just kind of fallen back and relied into those areas so that I could deliver as expected. And I think um, what you're talking about, that freedom, discovering that, you know, you are an artist and you have the freedom to create yourself and that that may be your greatest work of art in this lifetime. Mm. Look, we can die any day. This is my four uh, morose, like, it's a, you know, guys, you can die any day. You gotta just go for it. Get out there and live your best life. But, you know, it's not about this striving kind of energy of always needing to be growing and more, 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 more. It's really more about thriving and just 
blooming and blossoming um, into your best expression of yourself and that being your art. Mm. And one thing that I'm grateful to you is you always talk about give yourself the space and the time to develop that to develop yourself as an artist. Yeah, I I now have a fondness for, you know, when artists, especially music artists, they create new albums. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't know when it's going to birth. Right. And the great ones allow... They've got all these songs in the yeah, bank. Like yeah. They, they, and sometimes it like birds over two weeks and then all of a sudden like, oh my gosh, we have this. Or right. maybe it's taken 10 years and then Lemonade right. drops and it doesn't even need a single like release it just Overnight. drops oh yeah you're oh, welcome oh 500 million downloads no, no big deal, deal right <laughs> um because it, when you're not tied to time and space of when it's supposed to birth that freedom alone is magical yeah is really magical there's a lot of trust in there um and i think really it's just about understanding there's a process you're you're discovering and creating who you are and as a business person, not everybody wants to take that on, but I think that's the that's the path that we've decided to take. And with the people we work with inside of We Think Collective who desire to have a hashtag freedom lifestyle, yep. part of that comes with the freedom to be yourself, the freedom to be who you are. And there is that freedom. You always have that freedom. It's a, only a false perception to ever think that you don't. You always have that freedom, but you also always are accountable for whatever energy you're bringing into a space, into a relationship, into a room. Yes. And um, one of the big things I think that we've seen come up in our work, Rena, uh, we do that. You, you talked about, we, we have this thing, love and accept your genius. It's a part of our expand sesh process yeah. that we do with some of our, we think collective members. And um, one of the big things that has come up that we see is not only people judging themselves by these old outdated, you know, ideas of, of what what they should be, but sometimes viewing things that are actually strengths as weaknesses. Oh man, yeah, it's it's a trip watching these women. We literally are telling them, no, these are your strengths, and then they say, yeah, and they are also my weaknesses. And to be able to reframe it in your mind and not see it as a weakness, do you know how empowering that is? Yeah. Oh, that's like divine feminine leadership to say, look, no, like that's your real, your sensitivity is really awesome because you can be empathetic to the situation and hold space in a different way. You're different than Jack. Yes. And Jack holds it up like this. Oh, it's Bob. Sorry. You're different than Bob, but Bob has his strengths also. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you can understand it was so weird because I had a best friend growing up and he was super sensitive and all the other little kids made fun of him and he was like, Jared, the sensitive little kid. Hi, Jared, if you're listening. I don't know if you are. Jared might be our 12th subscriber, he our might. 14th subscriber. He might be. So, Jared. <laughs> um, but you know, he Thanks was for a, listening, Jared. Yeah, he was a soft, amazing kid and I became, we became best friends. Mm-hmm. We just became best friends and you know, back then, now, if he was a people may think he's like, oh, he's a little girly or whatever. I'm like, no, Jared just had compassion, man. He had compassion. And I was the only Filipino girl minority in the class with, I'm sorry, 24 other white people. So Jared became my friend and not because Jared was anything but just compassionate. And maybe that's his number one strength in life. And Jared, if you don't, you're out there, you're hearing this. Thanks, buddy. 
<laughs> so the moral of the story of that is man that 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 could be a really big strength in your life and a lot of people will look at it as some being people might weak. judge it as a weakness yeah. and in reality it might actually be a strength and what what we saw with these with some of the women in our group and even with ourselves there were things that came up for example in my strengths finders test that I, that caused me to have to reframe the way that I had I looked at certain aspects of myself. For example, one of my strengths that I share with you is activator. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that makes us great at what we do inside of We Think Collective, and you know, thank God we're passionate about empowering women entrepreneurs and having this activator talent and gift allows us to really help people get sparked up and excited about their stuff. But there's an aspect to the activator strength that is. And what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Our process could be a little ugly, right? Yes. Messy, I think, is the word it uses because I'm a Libra. Everything is pretty, okay? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but what it actually said in the StrengthsFinder guide was it talked about that um, you do best when you can agree on a measurable outcome. And so it was kind of like... For me, I I realized I don't need to look at the fact that my process is a little messy as a weakness at all. I can, I just need to understand that I'm an activator. I activate, I get things done. I make things happen. And that is a strength. And so what I need to do is ensure that I understand myself well enough to take accountability for the fact that my process may be messy and also be able to communicate with someone, look, here's what we need to do. We need to agree on a measurable outcome that we both think is achievable. And once we've agreed on that, watch me get it done. Boom. And also rather than sitting here feeling bad that my process doesn't look as, you know, a certain way that blah, 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 other people's does. So if you think about your previous employers, and let's say your managers or bosses you've ever worked for that mm-hmm. allowed you to just fly free and let you be so Heidi, obviously, number one in pretty much everything that you do. And then you have these other people that are your bosses that are like, nope, you need to fill this paperwork out every day. And when you send in this, you have to type type that and you were like, I can't do it. Right? Isn't that part of your super frustration when people don't allow you to work in your genius? You know, I think in retrospect, I can see now how there's probably people who their strengths were in processes. And um, them implementing those processes inside of a company could have brought a lot of value to the company. And I, I respect that. And I forgive myself for not being a person that was willing to comply with all of that. Um, additionally, I will say that the managers who were more results oriented and who weren't afraid to set me ambitious goals or to bring me into that conversation and allow me to help create the goals even, those managers got the best of me Mm -hmm. and they saw me outshine results and I was certainly the happiest in those situations because I felt like I was allowed to thrive. Yeah. Um, That probably wasn't any credit to me necessarily. It was more probably a credit to those managers who knew how to how to lead from a strengths-based position and understood that that's how to motivate me. Um, Not even motivate me, but that's how to kind of allow me to soar. Yeah. I mean, how many of you guys are are in that position? How many of you feel like you're in positions where you don't feel like your greatest genius is being used or even like worked with or, or, do you guys even understand it? Do you guys under- even understand what we're talking about? Or are we just talking? I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm curious how many yeah. people have like 
are you as a leader, a person who's taken time to assess the strengths of your team and or, because you know, I love and or, Always. and or, um, do you work in an organization where they do that or they don't do that? Like, I'd love to hear what your experiences are. And if you feel, do you feel understood or do you do anything to try to understand the people that you're around? Good questions. I want to know some answers. I do too. Yeah. I think one of the really exciting things about loving and accepting your genius, really honing in on it and focusing in on it is exactly what you said when you when you brought it up in the beginning about when you were a kid, right? That's where you find your true gift, the gift that you can really give to people. Taking all the business and money making and blah, 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 blah out of it. Here's this life that you get. You're alive. You're breathing. You have a family or not. You know, hopefully you have friends. You're listening to this podcast, so you at least have us as friends. We love you. Hi, friend. But, you know, a lot of times I think we we find, I, I know for myself, I struggled for a long time trying to figure out what's my purpose and blah, blah, blah. And I think tapping into your strengths, into my strengths, really helped me to hone in on what my gift is and what I can really truly give. And this business that we have now came out of the giving. Our measurement of success is based on the giving, <laughs> not on the receiving, you know? Yeah. I'm the happiest when I'm giving. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, it, that's what gives me, like, real, real joy. You are exceptionally generous. Yeah, I, I feel really great. And my friend, hi, Jaren, he just gave me a book called The Go-Giver, because he said when he read it that he thought of me and Aww. he's excited to create with me and grow with me over the next however long. Thanks, Jane. So I just want to read. Um, so no big deal. Ariana Huffington wrote the foreword of this book. Um, it's by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And I just want to read a little sentence from it. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Too often people here be a giver and think of charities and writing checks of giving back once we have already done well for ourselves. But that's only one very specific facet of giving. By be a giver, Bob and John mean be a giving person, period. One who gives thought, gives attention, gives care, gives focus, gives time and energy, gives value to others. Not as a quid pro quo, not as a strategy to get ahead, but because it is in and of itself, a satisfying and fulfilling way to be. Right. Basically, being a giving person is how you achieve success. Yes. However you define success. Yes. So that's a foreword by Ariana Huffington for a book called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and Joe David Mann. John. John David Mann. I'm sorry, John David Mann. What a manly name. I know, right? Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, you guys can check that book out and any of the other ones that we talked about on Audible. Um, all the links are in the show notes. We really are grateful to you for giving us your time today and listening to this podcast. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm thankful for every listener, every, all 13 of you. Woo! We're doing it. Hi, Mom. <laughs> we also hope we still have 13 now. We're up eight episodes in, so we appreciate your attention, your time, and um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can find us on Instagram at WeThinkCollective, our website, WeThinkCollective.com. We love you. Bye. Bye.